having it so late, man. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, it was giving you the runaround there. Nah, man. I, I'm very, uh, what's the word? That's the only action I get is the runaround where, uh, I don't <laughs> mind it. <laughs> well, no, I'm a nocturnal yeah. being, so that's cool. No, uh, I feel like, uh, as humans nowadays with the heat so bad, we're going to have to evolve into nocturnal beings. Yeah, that's or, the thing that's happening, isn't it? The the global warming, it is warming. Yeah, and people still want to deny it, which I don't really care because you can't stop it. Why Why uh, just say I was right? And it's like, okay, well, what do you get that you were right? Yeah. <laughs> Solve it instead of fucking talking shit about it, you know? I'll be recycling, man. I do my part. I, I recycle tin cans because that that was just like instilled in me as a young Mexican boy. We used to always right. gra- grab tin cans off the side of the road and then go to like the aluminum the aluminum man, the aluminum right, right, yeah. yeah, and he'd the aluminum uh, fella, yeah, yeah, the uh, scoundrel, and he'd turn us our uh, cans into cash. Back that was back in my day. That that was as kids. Uh, you're like, drink as much as you want, Dad. <laughs> Hurry up so I can get more uh, fucking... Yeah, be sure to save those. Yeah, po- poke holes in it. We'll shoot them with the BB gun. But yeah, uh, that's a great intro. My my uh, guest today is writer, comedian, musician, and wizard, Kelsey Hudgens. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Hell yeah. Thank you for being here and... Uh, what's the word? Uh, representing... <laughs> hell yeah i'm here to rep you know yeah how's it going I, like i know you said you had a set yesterday right and then i don't know how much comedy you do is is it like an everyday thing um yeah i'm going up pretty much if i leave the house i'll go up somewhere uh i actually just left the mothership i did a i did the I was uh, on the door guy showcase at the mothership a bit ago, which Mm -hmm. happens after the mic. Um, so yeah, I'm going up, I'm going up often and now I'm working at sunset. Uh, so I'm getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot of stage time from working there and that's really neat. So no, yeah, yeah, I'm excited about all of that. It sounds like, uh, it perfect like you get your that's what the, what you want to do and then you're there in the venue the venues that you know give you the right. most uh action whether it's a a bad day or a good day i'm sure you learn from it <laughs> Whatever, oh yeah uh, i mean yeah you you can get anything out of you know you you can you can make anything good come out of whatever you do so mm-hmm. i've been trying to just get the most out of my time here in Austin, I left Myrtle Beach, you know, to do stand-up comedy here. So that's what we're doing. And where is that? Uh, Myrtle Beach is uh, just just under the – it's a South Carolina. Oh, it's a okay. beach in South Carolina just below the North Carolina border. Um, I grew up right at the North Carolina-South Carolina line, so I'm pretty much just a Carolinian. Mm, uh, that's cool. But – um. But yeah, I did the music thing in Myrtle Beach for a long time down in South Carolina and uh, uh, decided I wanted to start doing stand-up comedy and a few things really fell together and here I am. So 
And the Carolinas, is it kind of like the Koreas where one of them is like, you know, <laughs> asshole and wanting to kill everyone. The other one's like, whatever, you know, we're cool. Honestly, not so much. I kind of feel like there's not a lot of, uh, there's actually more camaraderie, I think, between the Carolinas than there is, uh, I don't know, what, what what's, uh, there's, there's not a lot of bad blood there, you know? It's, uh, yeah, we kind of look out for each other, but it's definitely like the North Carolina is like, the, the, we, we we hold being southern very high in south carolina which i don't know why we do that because the south isn't we we don't have the best track record you know what i mean so yeah, yeah, it, yeah. i don't know why we're we're aggressively proud of that but it's like hey well, we're we're the south carolina so at least it's we're the cooler carolina yeah and then i'm sure they have barbecue sauce uh there. yeah the 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 south carolina barbecue sauce is more of a vinegar based uh, sauce and the North Carolina sauce is more of like a sweet, a sweeter, sweeter sauce. I always thought that word to sound like a bad word, vinegar. Yeah, it does. If if you take the first part out of it, yeah, you, yeah, it's like if somebody wanted to edit this in, and I'm just talking about <laughs> vinegar-based sauces. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. could really, really fuck us all up. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not a fan of uh, vinegar. It's, I'm uh, <laughs> not either. To be be perfectly honest, I'm, I'm yeah. more of a. I like the sweet sauce myself. Um, we mm. got we in, in South Carolina. All we have a, a thing called the Carolina Gold, so it's like a mustard based sauce. Oh no, mustard's the that's w- worse word. You than know, vinegar. not a mustard. mustard. No, oh that's, man, that's worse than that. Yeah, Ugh, forget the color yellow. Uh, no, I've never uh, liked mustard. I don't like sour or pickles too. Pickles kind of remind me of that as well. Oh man. I could, I could, I could destroy a jar of pickles <laughs> with a fork. Just a, just I used to do. I stayed with my cousins in Alabama when I was young, and they always. I, I don't know why they, they, why I associate this with them, but I would always just eat pickles with a fork out of the jar, and they were just like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, we eat them. We'll get more." <laughs> I don't know. I was just a weird kid. Endless rations of pickles. Don't worry. There's plenty yeah. of them. Uh, Don't worry, we have plenty of pickles. <laughs> Just for you. Just yeah. for you, Kelsey. Um, so you moved over here to Austin pretty recent, right? Has it been like a, a year or two or three? Yeah, it's been uh officially two years at the end of uh well in in, a, in about a month it'll be yeah, what's today? The tenth? Honestly, yeah, one month from tomorrow will be two years that i moved here and we we've re-signed a third year lease on our house so that's cool so i got another year coming up i'm stoked for it man it's this is are you in austin as well i'm here in san antonio okay hell yeah well that counts that's that's uh that's where they're building the bojangles am i right you guys got bojangles down there now is that the chicken a chicken rest- place from South Carolina? Oh, that's what I see. Is that a restaurant? You know, I haven't yeah. heard of that, but I don't get out very much as I'm like agoraphobic. Yeah. And then it's hot as fuck Same. for a fat for a fat person too. Yeah, uh, right about that. Oh yeah. And uh they did just build like a burger boy, like a second one. And nice. I wanted to try that. Yeah, burger boy looks good. Uh but yeah, I mean I 
I don't know. I love it here. I've lived here all my life, like as far as nice moving from Uvalde, Texas to over here. And I don't know. It's just it's, Texas is great. I, I feel like you would know uh, more or less being from another South, you know, state. I, I don't yeah. know. The South is just like different. Like we're, we're nice, but you don't want to like mess with us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely a common thing is like uh, the Southern hospitality is a thing. You know, we're other than the racism, obviously, we're known for oh, being yeah. very hospitable <laughs> uh, somehow. But yeah, that's a real thing, man. Like, uh, and it's getting into the uh, somebody. I think my buddy. I think my buddy, maybe uh, John Carden. He's a he's a comic here in Austin. Killer. I think he has this bit. Now, I may I may be uh, misremembering this, but he's like, you know, we were taught to say yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Well, now you can't do that anymore because, you know, we were raised to do uh, like that's the hospitable thing. Like we're very, we're oh, very yeah. like uh person, like we're very Res- kind in a way. Respectful. We, respectful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially to elders. But, uh, um, but we're very respectful in that, in that way. So I think that, yeah, I wish we were known more for that than the racism stuff. But yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't, a, a person from the South is, you never, you never know what you're going to get. Like they could just be mild mannered and very cool and calm and collected, but something goes down one day and you see them change. I think all the, everybody might have that in them, but in the South, it's definitely a thing like that. Just that grit that not yeah. a lot of, a lot of other places have that I've noticed. Right. You know? Yeah. It's, and, it's and definitely. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, and we're we're, no, no, we're no. still kind of stuck in our ways. Even it, you know, yes. like with the yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I, I still do that, even though, yeah, like I had a job that was like, oh, here are all the pronouns that right. we you could you could come across, and it's like I'm still gonna say yes, ma'am, no, sir, yes, sir. You know, right? And yeah, it's just because it's instilled in you those traditions, and they're not, they're more. I don't know what you would call them catholic christian values but they're not necessarily right. a bad thing now they are but not not necessarily you know it's just morals man it's just um mm-hmm. and and like it or not uh the and, and maybe this is the same in the north as well and maybe there's a lot of like uh family oriented morals that people are raised with but like whether they be christian or catholic or whatever it may be people in the South are instilled with a lot of morals at a very early age. And that's almost like to its detriment in, in my opinion is like, you, you, we try to give too much. It, it, well, that from the religious aspect anyway, for like mm-hmm. being a good person, like there's a lot more of that, but from the religious aspect, it's a little much. Oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, So I was going to ask you about, uh, and, and since we're talking about, you know, uh, things like, pronouns or racism how is it with the being the comedian how do you feel about the cancel culture are you afraid of it personally like do you think a comedian i mean you do it you do it pretty much professionally because you've done it you know on stage and all that stuff and you you put in your years do you think uh that it's like 
I don't know that that some people are omitted from it that they can never be canceled. Are you afraid of it that it could happen? Do you think it should be allowed? Blah blah blah. You know, I personally I'm not afraid of it because <laughs> I, I I've seen it happen at, at like close proximity. Uh, you know, people like uh, when when Tony Hinchcliffe went through it, and I mean, you see where he's at now. Dude, it skyrocketed him. The same mm-hmm. thing with Shane Gillis after Saturday Night Live. You know, now he's like the he's the undeniable killer that everybody quotes when they're you know he's he's like probably one of the active goats, maybe the active goat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not worried about it. I I think that people should be able to say what they want so long as it gets a reaction i have a thing that i say where it's like if no one laughs then you're racist you know like (laughs) yeah or if no one laughs then you're homophobic or transphobic or whatever but if people laugh like that's that's the uh that's the international signature on the permission slip to say things or whatever if someone laughs or it gets a you know gets a good reaction i think that's the that's the the benchmark of whether or not something should be allowed mm-hmm. and uh just because you're not laughing at it if other people are that doesn't make them a bad person for laughing and it doesn't make the comic a bad person for saying what they said they're just the comic on stage is trying to achieve a reaction hopefully laughter and if they get that then they've done their job so that's that's something that people i think uh take too much they they take it too seriously. Like like this is comedy. Why are we taking something so silly so seriously all of a sudden? That's that's the thing that baffles me about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm I always thought I always thought too. I guess because I, I I'm I'm a bit of a writer. I've written I wrote I've written stuff. Who hasn't written? I'm a bit of a writer. I write stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's also about like knowing your audience. <laughs> And then weighing out the whole, you know, there's a balance of, is this really racist? Are they really going to laugh? So if the laughter out trumps the racism, then, okay, it was funny. You know, it was worth it. Like, it was a yeah. bad, it was a racist joke, but it was funny. You got to admit it. And then you're not going to, like, be in a room full of, like, Indians and do, like, a Seven Eleven joke or something. And <laughs> unless it's real funny. Like they make, they laugh at it, you you, you know. But yeah, it, it just depends well, on the audience too, you know. I guess. Well, I've noticed that if, and it doesn't depend on audience. You're right about that. But I've noticed that, like, I I will be in a room, uh, and hear a comic on stage do like uh some touchy where it's not racist, but it is it is racial in the way that they're saying it. You know, it's it's like uh they're they're playing or talking about a particular race and then if you look around the room usually the race that they're talking about are the first ones laughing and the ones that get offended are like the the white people that are yeah. trying to be like i'm cool you know i'm i'm one yeah. of the cool whites but yeah <laughs> usually the people that are that are the subject of the of the jokes are laughing Tony Hinchcliffe says it all the time on Kill Tony. He's like, ah, this guy's laughing. You guys should be. Well, and then also the fact that, like, you came to a comedy show. Why why are you going right. to come and judge everything they say like it's a a, spe- yeah. a debate or a speech right. or something? You know, like, he's going to make, they're yeah. going to make jokes. It's not like this guy's, it's, it's, these are jokes. It's not like his, his 
senior thesis. Like yeah. when he's not like <laughs> laying out his his he's not laying out his beliefs on the world here. By the way, I want to just address this. I'm my camera's here and you were here on the screen. So sometimes if I'm looking back and forth, I'm looking at you here and the I just no, don't want that cool, to be man. weird. No, no worries. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it, these these people Brian Holtzman is still out here doing <laughs> all of the things that people are getting canceled for left and right. You try to come after that guy. Come on. It's comedy. That's what I, what I love about it. That's what I love about comedy so much is that there's so many unique ways to reach the same reaction, which is a laugh or to just, you know, change the way somebody feels. That's all entertainers are supposed to do is to change yeah. the way somebody feels. It's just putting on a good show. Like, you know, I love they're, it. They're, everybody has what they're good at. And some people can tell these jokes, those jokes. And, right. You know, some people, I don't know. It, there's a lot of factors to it. It's an art form that does take yeah. skill, you know? Exactly. It's not, just, it's not just, you know, yelling cuss words or yelling racial slurs or anything. And then, ha, 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 that's funny. No, it's... There's a lot more to it. There is. <laughs> I mean, there's least... certain words that certain comics in Austin will just say that'll, that'll get a reaction immediately, but it's not funny the way that they're saying it. And the crowd is just like nervously laughing because they want to give the whole like, oh, I'm cool with that word. You got, you can keep saying that. Yeah. But I, it, but, <laughs> but it's, that's not I, sustainable. I don't find it funny. It's not sustainable. Yeah, it's I not. don't think so. Nah. Not no, at all. He, <laughs> I could see someone just, you know, going up to a mic and farting in it really loud and get a laugh, you know. But how how many times is oh, it's the farting guy again, you know? Yeah, I mean, how many? Show. Do you hold it until you get there, like, and then what if that goes wrong one time? Like that's mm -hmm. then you're the the guy who shit himself at the mic for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. There's a lot of I don't know it, it's it's a lot more it, it is an art form I I do a natural that. fart is funny though I've always uh been annoyed at like like you'll watch a drama uh like a TV like Walking Dead I've been rewatching it and nobody farts you would think like a zombie would fart or just regular <laughs> people but because I remember thought. yeah because I remember one time I, I when I was younger I was fighting with my mom. And we were really getting into it, like real dramatic. And I let out a fart while, because I I was holding it in for so long, you know. She caught me while I was going to the bathroom, and you know, just like mom, you never listen to me like dad, like dad would, and, you know, like I don't know. It's <laughs> it breaks <laughs> the never... ice. It breaks the t tension a little bit. <laughs> it was. It didn't even break the tension there, but it was more realistic, I'd say. Um, so I know you're you work the as a door person at sunset strip and do you work at the mothership too i do not work at the mothership uh i'm just like uh i don't know what i i would you would call me i got brought up tonight and um andre ricks the host of the mothership he 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 uh he runs east austin comedy club as well he he said this guy isn't a door guy here but he's a regular Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that like. I'm not a paid regular or anything. Like, I'm not passed, but I don't know. <laughs> Everybody knows me there. I, I've I, I mean I don't 
I don't like to wear out my welcome at places, you know, so I, I, I don't spend a lot of time there. And I'm also agoraphobic as fuck. So, uh, uh, like I stay, I spend a lot of time at, a, by the way, am I, am I allowed to, to speak how I, how I normally speak here? Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I should have asked beforehand, but no, uh, no, I would, I would have, uh, I guess explained it, but this right, is a right. free, free speech zone. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm also agoraphobic, so I don't leave the house a whole lot when I'm not working or if I don't have any kind of like, important obligations um so yeah I, i'm the head of security i'm the head door guy at, at sunset strip so basically doing the same role there that i did at vulcan uh and i i worked i was the head of security at vulcan for quite some time like through the rogan through those the rogan era and the <laughs> the kill tony era that we had yeah 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 before mothership the pre-mothership era and um <clears throat> as far as like uh being a door guy you know there at the vulcan at the sunset even you know like i said just being around the mothership who's like the most like famous person you've met as far do do they do like music <laughs> musical acts too like i know you play music but do they get yeah. like musical acts um we had yeah we get we get some pretty big musical acts we had kiss come to the bar at vulcan oh wow like actual fucking kiss not like uh <laughs> not like uh you know they these guys are just out here still living the dream painting their faces but gene simmons paul stanley the guys i actually like right here i have a this is gene simmons pick that he used i know that, that the flash is not allowing you to see no. it, but this is Gene Simmons' pick that he used in that show. It's just sitting here on my desk. Um, <clears throat> I didn't meet those guys, but they were, they honestly, they didn't even come in the way that everybody else come in. They came in through a door that we don't even use. Like their, <clears throat> their, their crew <laughs> came in and like, they just walked straight into the stage and then straight out like a door that's not even accessible to anyone else <laughs> and we were like we got a green room set up for them and everything and we had all this stuff on their rider that they wanted in their green room and we got it in there but dude they didn't even use our green room they had a hotel room they had like the whole penthouse of the hilton in austin was their green room so jesus for yeah, a little Gene. little bar like the vulcan or what i know it's i i know i've been to the vulcan i can't remember who i yeah. saw there but I know I've been there. Yeah. It's they nice. said, this is the smallest room we've ever done <laughs> in our whole career. Like pretty much this is, we haven't done a room this small since the seventies. <laughs> and uh, like the sunset strip and the, the mothership, you, do you see a lot of like real famous people? Like where you're like, Holy shit. Like actually starstruck maybe. Um, I've met a lot of like just working Vulcan. Like I've met all the guys. Like uh, I mean, obviously I'm friends with Tony and Red Band, and like I'm I, I'm not. Fr I wouldn't say I'm friends with Joe, but like we know who we we know who we are. You know, we know each other. Mm -hmm. Um, the, but uh, I got I got really starstruck uh with Roseanne because just 
I don't know. I'm a, I'm a Southern guy. I, and I'm from a Roseanne type family. Mm-hmm. So it was, we were, you know, that was a thing. Right? Uh, I got a chance to watch her go up that uh, first time that she went up in years, like where it was like, it was after her cancellation. Mm-hmm. Um, her first time coming back, I was there working. Uh, I was working the camera view that night. So me and uh, Christy Nova, who helps uh, Tony, she works with Yoni, uh, the film crew for Kill Tony. But me and Christy Nova were just sitting there. And like when Roseanne walked out on stage, we kind of just like, we had a moment where we just kind of looked at each other with like tears in our eyes, like, holy shit, <laughs> this is happening, man. Like, but yeah, but she was going up the stairs and I was standing there and it was just almost like she looked at me as if to say, okay, it's your turn to talk now. <laughs> and I was just like, it, it was an honor to watch you work. And, but I mean, I, it was kind of cool to meet Bert. Bert was awesome. He was hammered. He came in and uh, I <laughs> threw my I threw my hand out. He got him and his dad. They got in an Uber uh, and he he threw his hand out, or I threw my hand out first. I was like, "Welcome to you," and he was like, uh, "Hi, I'm Bert," and like he missed my hand. Like <laughs> he put his hand on the other side of my hand. Like so, we were like back to back hands and i was and yeah so yeah. i moved my hand around and was like hey good to see you buddy loudest i've ever heard vulcan was when bert took his shirt off <laughs> loudest i've ever heard the room ever was bert taking his shirt off like, I don't know. guaranteed it's to get loud. a pop <laughs> but then shane but then shane gets those pops consistently he gets like bert taking his shirt off pops the whole time throughout his whole set Oh man, but he's hilarious. Like you could literally and like, really cool. Yeah, you could literally. I, I I've seen his stand up where it's like on the spot or whatever, and yeah. uh, he he's just like making funny ass shit up as you go. You know, like not even written, probably any written material. You know. Yeah, his stand up on the spot. And, and Jeremiah actually just brought stand up on the spot to Sunset Strip. So the next. Uh, I don't know how they release them, how much he has on the backlog, but one of the next. Sun or stand up on the spots release will have been recorded at the sunset and red band went up. It was a really, he had a great set. <laughs> K- K- Casey rocket. Casey rocket was oh, on. Man. Casey rocket. Casey's a, a like, monster. Dude. He's like a fucking Android robot. Like he runs on fucking drugs. Like, I don't know. He's, well, he's but you know, you know, you know, I'm, you know, Casey's completely sober. I completely say, sober say that which worries me even more when someone like that has all that energy and no uh no drugs to have an excuse about it <laughs> i left uh i left the mothership a while ago and i was standing there talking to um talking to a few of the guys that i, I uh like a few of the door guys and the security guys and casey was just standing on the corner like smoking a cigarette pacing back and forth like that's his thing man like he's just <laughs> He's he's like what he does on stage like that's not like that's not too churched up you know what I mean like that's that's sort of that's sort of Casey like his no, set no, starts yeah. like ten minutes before he walks on stage because he's just pacing back and forth doing squats <laughs> like like jumping up like just he does this uh, it, that's but he's a beast he's I've met I will say. He, he's uh-huh. one of my he's he's one of my favorite comedians to watch because I know his jokes, I know the bits, I know his voice, 
So even if he does something new, I know how he delivers things. And because I've doored for so long, I'm just watching the crowd at this point. But he's so much fun to watch the crowd react to him. Yeah. Oh, man, he's hilarious. Like, I've only seen when on Kill Tony whenever, like, they bring him out for this or that. Yeah. Like, a, whenever they need a, like, a substitute to fill in for someone uh, and he's there. But I imagine if you were to, like, go up to him and in like confidentiality and he'd tell you something like i fear if i stop moving i'll die you know like he's just always moving like he just never stops but it's hilarious it's fucking hilarious yeah he's a he's a killer um but yeah i don't know there's there's not a whole lot of people that i got i get starstruck from like there was a I, i i've gotten to I've gotten to walk a lot of JRE guests like Joe Rogan. He would have people on the podcast and then they would just come to the club and be like, Hey, Joe told me I could come watch the show tonight. I've walked a lot of those guys like, uh, like Graham Hancock or Mike judge. Mm. I've, I've gotten to walk a lot of those guys to their table or show, show a lot of these, show a lot of folks to the green room. I know post Malone uh, was, uh, was just, around yeah. right that, that, that was pretty cool he was actually pretty entertaining of a dude on the kill tony dude to be honest i'm actually a couple episodes behind on kill tony because i watch uh where i work monday nights at sunset now mm-hmm. and uh so i don't i don't get to watch a lot of them but i'll binge like three or four at a time whenever i do but uh, i know a lot of cool a lot of friends got pulled on that post malone episode or people that i know i think uh-huh uh yeah i i didn't see him but he seems like he'd be a good sport. Apparently him and red band hung out at Mitzi's all night drawing dicks. Uh, <laughs> just the, the whole time they're just drawing dicks. Uh, I, that's what red band was telling me. Red band cracks but, you up too. Cause he'll, he'll say the most random shit out of nowhere from the microphone. He never talks. And then he says something random like, Oh, have you tasted lube before? And like, yeah. The crowd just it just kills the crowd, but it cracks me up so bad. <laughs> yeah, what's funny is is how upset Tony gets about even the little yeah. things that Red Man says. Like, how dare you? I, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. aren't you seriously saying? Yeah. That? Like, it's it's hilarious to watch that happen. It's like mm-hmm. Big Brother, Little Brother, mm-hmm. and uh, but I'm telling you, man, Red Man's a killer. Like he's funny he has his own brand like like not not a lot of people talk about the things that he talks about like yeah yeah he's sort of he's got his own thing going on and he i mean i see him phone it in from time to time i'm there on all of the secret shows i open up all the secret shows every thursday and I'll see him phone it in, man. But but he crushes. I when I see him on a set, like if he does a set on another show, like this stand up on the spot that he did, murdered, came out drunk, and and addressed the fact I've been drinking, you know, just and just went right into the. And I'm not like telling any tales of his bits or anything. This will all be streamed on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he he crushes. And that man, I'm I'm. I'm very grateful to be under the red band umbrella because dude, he's the, he's the golden goose, you know, uh, he's, 
he's responsible for every podcast we like. He's responsible proxy for so many careers. Like, yeah, I don't know. Somebody me, else like, could have done it. Yeah, go ahead. He's like the backbone. Like people don't oh, yeah. know like that he right. was there. Or he doesn't get enough credit for it. And it's like, dude, exactly. yeah, he 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 pretty much like carried or he, you know, like the JRE from whatever episode to whatever episode, he set everything up. He yeah. did all the wiring. He was the sidekick that, you know, like the Ed McMahon, he would laugh or add yep. something to the airwaves that was funny about Olive Garden or something ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And uh, he still is that way. Like, I don't know. He's, he, he hasn't changed, you know? I love that about him. He's committed mm -hmm. to who he is, and that's who he is. He hired Jamie. Red Band hired young Jamie. Mm -hmm. I got to no. be honest. Out it's of all, a, the, it was it was cool to meet Jamie. Jamie's a cool guy. Like just it, Jamie's <laughs> like, I didn't really get starstruck, but it was just like, oh shit, there's young Jamie. And I mean, now I'll see him walking down the street all the time, and I'm just like, hey, give that a good Jamie. Is he on the internet? Like his face? I don't think I've ever seen his. He's like the wizard in the Wizard of Oz. Like, you never fucking... He's just behind um, the curtain. He was in the picture that they posted from the 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 companion that they did yesterday. The, mm. uh, which I love because you actually get Joe Rogan, like the powerful JRE YouTube, went live. Like, I mm -hmm. remember, and I'm sure you as well, when you used to see JRE went live, you would just click it immediately. It didn't matter who was who was the guest. You would click it because you know they're talking live on YouTube right now, and I can watch this live. So they did the uh, they did the fight companion last night, and I was actually talking to Sam Tripoli a little bit the day before. He came out to Sunset. That's Sam's cool. a killer. I've I've known yeah, Sam for a little while. He's underrated too. I think he's super underrated. He's such a killer. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's old school comedy store as well. Like he came up with all of those guys. Like. He came up with Tony and <clears throat> and Brody and all those guys, all those cats. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was cool. That uh, it's cool to see that. But Jamie is in the picture that they took with the uh, with the werewolf from American Werewolf in London. Fun fact. <laughs> I think I knew that actually that it was there for some reason. And I've been watching a lot of uh, the music video thriller. That's all I oh, watch. Yeah? Like, I, I, yeah, dude, I, I watch it like four times a day because it's just such a good song and a good video. And you wonder, like, why the fuck, like, did this get made? It, it like, you you know, it's classic, but why did yeah. why did Michael Jackson think, oh man, I'm gonna make something where I'm like a zombie and I turn into a wolf and it's a song and then we dance and you know I'm gonna get this director and this effects artist and spend half a million bucks and it's like why michael like what are you doing <laughs> because people are watching it four times a day still yeah and this is this is 40 years later you know like mm -hmm. well, you know roughly mm -hmm. um like man uh i'm a big horror guy i noticed you got the friday the 13th game poster behind you i'm a huge horror fan like uh mm -hmm. i almost exclusively watch horror movies I'll watch other stuff, but like it's for every 10 horror movies I watch, I may watch one other genre, <laughs> but uh, I, I never liked horror growing up. Uh, 
I always got scared of, you know, you go to a video store and there'd be the art boxes of them. Mm-hmm. And you get oh, the yeah. old art boxes like the Friday the 13th. I mean, the Nightmare on Elm Street ones, the Puppet Master, yep. uh, Chucky, oh, yeah. you know, those were all great. And now I'm trying to catch up on them because I'm not I'm not so scared no more. But uh, yeah, like, do you, do you think horror now is I don't know what it is now because it's so independent and then it's getting past ratings i don't know what what would you think horror is now do you think have you seen anything more recently that's been a good horror movie oh like, yeah dude they're like there's, recently made yeah there's uh there's a lot of really good horror movies this uh, there's one that's in the theaters right now called talk to me oh um, I, I read about that one it's very good i've seen that uh, there's a dude. I, I mean, I could rattle you off a list of ten horror movies that were released in the last year that are worth watching, uh, and 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 some, a lot of like Hulu or Shutter or these mm-hmm. places are funding a lot of these things. But A twenty four is doing really well. They're the one company that uh, agreed immediately to pay their writers and their you know their staff you know uh, an acceptable wage and they ended their writer strike immediately so a24 is still going to keep pumping shit out mm-hmm. but there's a like barbarian was great uh there's a movie by the same director as barbarian uh, called cobweb that is really good that and I, both of those movies were released within the last year i think um there's a I, I'm very much into this and, and, and horror is, is what it always was. Like the Pope's exorcist was a fun movie. You got Russell Crowe that's on Netflix right now. Mm. And Russell Crowe really plays that character well. And it's very believable. And it also has the age old demonic, uh, thing, but horror movies do this brilliant thing that, comic book movies try and fail to do and i I don't know are you a marvel guy marvel or dc guy it it was like when they first came out okay you know like guardians of the galaxy was good sure and then of course you're pumped with the first avengers and they all come together uh maybe in infinity war was a spectacle and then you know uh end game was good like you know that that it had an ending to it it was good yeah but now like but overall it, not so much right no they they're they're tiring themselves out they really are so that's what i mean is that horror movies do something brilliant that marvel tried and failed miserably at doing horror movies have had a way of retelling the same story for decades and somehow it's always fresh feeling you know what somehow it always feels fresh like rarely ever do you watch a horror movie and be like okay well this is just a remake of and and granted a lot of rob zombies movies are just him paying homage to the stuff that he enjoyed and a lot of quentin tarantino's movies stepping out of horror is just him paying homage to a lot of the stuff that he grew up watching so he will steal scenes or lines or like a plot from an older movie just to just and but it makes it fresh and he does it in a way to where you you feel like you're seeing something new yeah but i like the way that horror movies do that when uh when they take 
like the whole, oh, someone is possessed by a demon. Uh, uh, okay, how many of these movies are we going to make? But every single one of them are unique in very specific ways. And no matter how bad they are, you're going to, you're going to feel weird if you walk up to your house at, at, just like I did a minute ago and all the lights were off and I'm the only one home. <laughs> and like, I, I, I get here and you can just tell a ha- an empty house, you know, like the, even the out, outside lights aren't on. And I'm just sitting there thinking, is this fucking grim cutty thing that I, that I saw in this Hulu movie? Grim cutty was another fun movie. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. They make you think is what I mean. Just like we were saying earlier with art, all its job is, is to change the way you feel. So mm-hmm. you're still going to think twice when you pull your shower curtain back. But and I think I, the eighties. Yeah. But by all means, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking too much. No, no, I'm sorry. It, 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 I like the way that horror films nowadays are bringing back practical effects. Like, yeah, you know, cause the, the Marvel and the DC and, a lot of movies, even like the Disney, Pixar, all that, they're really relying on like CGI where the simplest of things is just like, yeah. oh, let's just green screen it, you know? Whereas I right. think I saw, I don't know if you saw this movie, if it was even a horror movie, but uh, Infinity Pool? No. It, it's just I need a to weird, watch it though. it's a weird like David Cronenberg movie and it has okay. a bunch of like, practical effects and it's just like a weird trippy movie that like mind fucks you you know and that's what i'm saying about these like low budget films well they're low budget now because you got movies that get get like 300 million dollar budgets yeah a 10 million dollar movie is a low budget film yeah yeah exactly exactly and uh they're able to use that for practical effects that you're you know look look great they get the and, it yeah. keeps people keeps people working you know and using actual sets mm-hmm. like rather than like you were saying the green screen stuff like that's that's one of the biggest things i love about a lot of horror movies and they they're i like the fact too that they make you they're stingy with the monster you know they don't they don't show you too much too early because it's not as scary when you see the monster, it somehow humanizes it a little bit and it's not as scary, which, which kind of, uh, the slasher films of the eighties, which that was a big, uh, popular, the slasher era was like, that's all of your, your Friday the 13th and Halloween's and nightmare on Elm streets and Chucky's all mm-hmm. of those that ended up making, you know, like, I think there's like, there's like 12 Jasons. There's eight Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Streets. I think there's eight Halloweens. And um, then a lot of screams. They keep remaking scream. Scream. Uh-huh. Well, I haven't watched any of the new any of the new screams. And I don't know why I haven't, but I liked the original, like the Jamie Kennedy and Matthew Lillard, like uh Courtney Cox. The original scream was fun for me because that was like my first slasher film that was released when I was, you know, when I w- was alert because I'm watching Friday the 13th <laughs> and and all these other things. They were released before I was born. So Scream was like my first monster, my first slasher, you know. I, I really enjoyed those, but I never watched any of the newer ones. I Maybe I should. I'll say it's, those it, for... It, that's kind of a... Uh, I don't know what the word would be. It's kind of funny, but like Scream 
was created to like make fun of how the slasher film had yeah. become, right? Right. And then it kind of became what it was yeah. making fun of now that it has like eight of them uh yeah. on hand. You know, it, it it's funny that that'd be the first one you see is the one that's really like just kind of making fun of the whole genre in general and how what it became, you know. Well, for uh, me, that's what made it as made it scarier because you've got Jamie Kennedy like rolling out all of this. Oh, and you know the black guy's gonna die first. And you know <laughs> that you know that like anybody who says I'll, I'll be right back. You know, or I'll be back. They never come back. So he's laying out all of the rules and explaining all of this, and then you see it happen. So for me, it's like, oh, this is a safe movie because he's calling out all of this stuff that's usually scary. But it's almost like he calls a shot and then still nails it. It's still, it was still scary for me as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc um i know you uh do a lot of that vr or at oh, least yeah. I, rem- I remember you do what we do with red band i'm seeing hearing you on there when i watch him doing the red uh the vr red band yeah virtual red band i'm sorry uh do you plan to buy that apple headset that's gonna come out how much is it like five grand or two and a half grand it's too much for me man i'm gonna (laughs) use uh i mean i don't know maybe if if things go well by the time it comes out and i'm up on my luck hell yeah i'll buy it you know like i I will 1000 percent apple i'm a i uh i'm an apple guy from me too you know from way back i've i i've had i've iPhones and iMacs and iBooks and PowerBooks. Honestly, this this computer I'm on is the first PC that I've used in years, and I built it. Um, mm. but I but just because you got to have stuff like this for uh for VR, and I literally bought all of this just to do VR with. Um, <laughs> I actually uh I ran Windows on my iMac for the first couple of virtual red bands that I did. I, uh, I ran a boot camp on my Mac, which is where you can like, I don't know. Are you familiar with boot camp where you can, you can boot up windows. You can yeah. Like run a, a, run a virtual sort of right uh, thing of it. Yeah. I, I get yeah. it. I don't know how, how good that would be. I don't, I don't know on an Apple. It kind of sucks. Apple. Yeah. It, it, it kind of sucks because Apple's kind of limited on their, their, uh, their Ram. They're very mm-hmm. limited on the amount of RAM they put in their their base level products. So I'm partitioning out like 500 gigabytes for a Windows portion of, of my computer. And ever <laughs> since I did that, it's just, it, it, I, 
I don't know. I, I use the windows now more than anything else because it's, it's more universal and the Macs just, they slow down so bad after mm-hmm. a while, but I, I will, I know that whatever they release for VR, it's going to be the best thing that's ever happened to VR. I know mm-hmm. for a fact it will be the best VR experience. The user user uh, user experience is is everything, and mm-hmm. Apple's going to nail that. So I feel like if they, I'll get it if I can, but yeah, I feel like if even if they don't nail it the first time, they're gonna like oh make a plus version and and nail it rowdy you know and uh they've had so long to learn from all the other vrs oh, yeah. that have like uh done wrong or done right right and but i'm like with a price tag like that 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 shit better like i better be able to feel that that vagina that i'm uh, about to oh man <laughs> download have, or whatever have you done the do you do vr at all do you have no a... i i don't i i i've like I don't have a VR headset because I'm not like into it, but right. I, I have done the virtual, like gone into the world because you can still go into it with your PC, right. your PC. Uh-huh. And then uh, as far as like porn with like those first person things where you could do it with your phone, like I see it and I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm not I'm not feeling anything. This is kind of I get it, but it's like eh, to me, you know. I was excited about it when I first got the thing. I wanted to see what it was like. And I'm going to be honest, like the first couple of times I was like, dude, I may never leave my house again. <laughs> like I may, I I literally may just stay home forever now. But after a couple of times, it's like, it doesn't feel right. Like it's just, it, and, and porn in itself doesn't feel right, I guess. Yeah, I get you. But man, when you when you got the whole like, because I, I have the quest, the 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 quest two, mm-hmm. and I mean it's it's cool, it's awesome. You're looking down, and I mean the hottest chick you've ever had sucking an imaginary dick in front of you is doing that. Mm-hmm. But what I would I would get distracted because I would just because you can look all the way around and you can like, man, this is a really nice house. <laughs> This is like, yeah. <laughs> I bet this is like a, I bet they're showing this house to try to sell it. And these, these people are just fucking in here for, <laughs> for free. But man, yeah, I, I, I would get distracted because I have ADD too bad. So I would just be looking around and then you still have the sound going on. So, I mean, you're still hearing her. Yeah, just yeah. Like, oh, you're yeah. still hearing the whole like everything going on, and I'm just like, man, these are nice end tables. <laughs> uh. Yeah, just getting the whole view, like, uh. oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but at, at this point, I literally only pull my headset out. Like it's it's sitting down here on this little cradle that I made for it on on my computer desk. Like, uh, I never pull it out unless Redman goes live. He went live the last two uh, last two nights in a row. I actually had a podcast earlier today that I had to cancel because we we did VR too late last night, and I didn't want to be tired going up at the mothership. So, oh shit, yeah, I no, did a, I'm, I'm, had a mm-hmm. yeah, I just had a two o'clock show. I was like, yeah, I, I need to sleep a little longer, buddy. I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm glad you uh, came on to this one uh, no, hell yeah well 
Yeah, man, this we're, this we're works so in immature. my <laughs> this works in the, into my normal hours of operation. Which I don't know how much got cut off in the beginning when we were starting. I'm a nocturnal beast, so oh, yeah. I, uh, I yeah, I'm just I I need I'm more active at night. I, I feel better about. I don't know. I feel like consciousness is like a Wi-Fi connection, and that it's stronger when fewer people are connected to it, slowing yeah. down the bandwidth. Throttle. So I, I, I feel right. I feel like I I, I think better at night. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I know scared. I'm, I'm crazy, scared of the but... darkness. No, I'm scared of the are darkness. You? Yeah, it scares me. Ooh, I uh, like you know, I, I'm afraid of it. What? Uh, and then to go on with like we're talking about vr and ai and stuff what are your opinions about ai and then you're you're kind of getting a double because you're like a writer comedian musician well triple actually so what do you what do you think about like these advancements or are do you think they're good tools have you ever used them do you think they're gonna ruin like your craft you know what i mean the the whole idea of ai I don't think it'll ruin my craft. It might ruin uh, if someone isn't that great at what they do. And if, if basically I think if someone isn't that good at something that they might fear that AI is going to like replace them. But I, I'm of the, church that i don't think ai can recreate what i do so i don't i'm not worried about that and i think that like it's it's sort of the thing that that we could work with like i think ai is an incredible tool oh yeah definitely. Uh, it's an incredible tool that we can use but um as far as it becoming sentient and and like uh dangerous um and or I see a lot of things like you can watch some movies. Like I watch a lot of bad horror movies and I can tell like, Oh, this was like an AI written script. <laughs> like sometimes you can just tell like, Oh, I can, I can hear the the anti-humanism in this. Like I can hear that someone who doesn't understand the human experience is putting these words together. So I think it's, it's very obvious. And I think that now is one of the few times that we can have this kind of conversation about being worried about it, because I think going forward, it'll be so blatantly obvious that something was written or done with AI. And when it gets to the point where you can't, you can't tell a difference, then that might be a little creepy, but I don't know if it, uh, just like in the comedy world, you got to be undeniable, you know, you got to be unreplaceable. And, and then, you you're the person to where it's like, hey, write a write a song in the style of Kelsey Hudgens about voodoo donuts <laughs> on Sixth Street. <laughs> like I don't know, like, and some might, and then AI might kick out a song like that. Like I don't, know, I'd rather, I'd rather be like one of the one of the things that gets entered into it. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I'd Your rather be that. <laughs> yeah i like whenever it's time for me to go like i like to do like that black mirror episode where they just upload their consciousness into like this this computer and you can just live on forever in that until it's unplugged and then you know it yeah. won't matter that would be cool i i'd but, be deadly afraid of that i i feel like living forever 
<laughs> is a uh, I don't know. It sounds scary, especially like let's say you you like you said your mind is uh, downloaded into this program. Like, yeah. who's running it? Who? What are they gonna do with your consciousness in there? You know what I mean? Like, I know there's that one Black Mirror episode where that dude has those people in his Star Trek trick game, and he's that just, I like, don't like. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And he's just fucking with yeah. them. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've yeah that the sucker episode. I've seen. Like I've seen all of the Black Mirrors, but there was another one where it was uh it was an older lady. She was in a nursing home and the she was just trying to like, okay, we've got you set up, you know, whenever you pass away, we're 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 taking your consciousness and we're gonna upload it into this computer. And inside this computer is just another world that they live in. Like it's just another world. Like I mean it's kind of like Westworld in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To where um they would just live like I want to go to this place. They can just go there, like, and it was it was really cool in that aspect where they were like, okay, I want to be uploaded as the you know myself at twenty four years old, peak of my life, you know, physical peak. Like I will always be that version of me, but I'll have my brain that I've you know I'll have my you know your your ancient brain or whatever. Yeah, all the that would be cool, right? But mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to be part of that guy's Star Trek thing. That fucking <laughs> that, and that guy is a creepy. He's got a weird face. I don't Fuck like yeah. him. He just I looks he like was, the worst of the whites. He was like, uh, uh wasn't he from uh, fucking Breaking Bad? I think he was like a bad yeah. guy in Breaking. He Bad. He was the guy. Well, he was the he was the problem. He was the the yeah. hothead. Uh, that was that was uh during those whole Bill Burr episodes as well. I think that he was uh, yeah, I, I forget the guy's name. He was like part of the those Nazi guys, but like yeah, a, a, the one that's like I don't know, uh, cool with everything, <laughs> like Not a Kyle so or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I, I didn't like that guy. He 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 seems like the worst of the whites. Just the the mm-hmm. face that he has, it seems like he's, you know, he's a, he's a guy that locks his door, and not just for the homeless people. <laughs> you know, we we need those, I guess, though, to balance out the the world. Uh, got a couple more questions here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if you go to any of the strip clubs in Austin. Uh. I know you. They have what the red rose, the yellow rose. I've heard of those sponsors. Is is there any particular color of a girl you would prefer? Um, not really. I got a thing for like. Uh, I I'm more of an age type person. I'm not. I'm not as attracted by younger. Mm-hmm. I, I like an older, I, I like a little age. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't have any particular, I don't have a color preference and I don't really, I don't do a lot of the strip club stuff either. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I, maybe, a you know, olive skin, you know, a little darker, maybe a little Persian, maybe a little, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Well, I prefer like a Asian, uh, light skinned, almost pale. You know, 
but I don't get out very much. So I don't know like what they're serving up at these strip clubs anymore with uh, as far as like uh, shades of toast or shades of meat. Oh yeah. You know? I mean like there's, there's like, I'm pretty sure it's like, take your pick there. There's going to be anything you're into. It's going to be available. And the yellow rose and the red rose, they're the, I mean, those are the spots to go to in Austin. I know there's another one called like Palacio, I think, mm-hmm. um, which I know a couple people who work there, but I've never really cared for the strip club thing. I've maybe been to three, maybe four my whole life. Never really cared for that because like I, it's like, it's like going to a store where nothing is on sale. <laughs> but you can still spend money there. Like it's not like it's not even like a casino where you can walk in and you can put money in and you can maybe leave with more money. Like that is never the op that is never the outcome at a strip mm-hmm. club. Like the only mm-hmm. strip clubs exist so that you can walk into them, uh give away a bunch of money, and then have a really specific porn search when you get back to wherever you go because you're gonna end up jerking off. Like that's it's like I could do this in the world. Like I could see someone I'm attracted to in the world and it alter my porn search. And then I go home with all of the money I would have had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, or spend, spend it on something else, not, not just waste but, it. But yeah. on a... that being said, man, I, I, I like, uh, you know, some sort of maybe, maybe, uh, and I'm not speaking like Indian or, or Arab in any kind of way, but like some middle Eastern, uh, like that that I would I would enjoy I think I would enjoy that. I don't know why. I like the I like know, a I do like the darker queen. skin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just like a Yeah, I would like that a lot. But th- that being said, like I I've I've literally I I've 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 uh I've not been very adventurous in my life as far as the chicks I've hooked up with. So it's mostly been whites. But uh, nothing wrong with that. They're crazy though, yeah. but nothing wrong with that. Oh, they're definitely crazy. But I think so. I'm I'm crazy. You know, we've all got the things that make us crazy. But mm-hmm. just whenever you whenever you're in a, a relationship with someone like that, you're in more close quarters, so you're more in tune to what makes them crazy. So then it's amplified by your experience. Oh yeah, yeah. I um, yeah. I'm I'm the same as you. I've only been to like a a handful of strip clubs and i think uh my favorite one was um there was a girl with her glasses on because i think she forgot her contacts and it was just the hottest thing to me this chick with her titties out but she had glasses on and i was like oh, man. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna dance from her and uh she i was like um hey why do you have your glasses on when i was gonna private ask she's like i forgot my gla- my contacts i'm like well no i, I would like for you to like put more clothes on like i'd like to see you uh you know i'd rather use my imagination so i'm trying to say with this oh yeah that's also another reason why i don't enjoy strip clubs so much is like i enjoy my imagination like i enjoy Mm -hmm. like being able to like leave something you know leave something to the imagination i don't want to know exactly what this looks like i I personally don't want to know what it looks like until I get, you know, to where I'm about to put my face in it. Like that's, 
or when she's about to piss in my face. I want to see it then, like whenever that's it's, about it, to happen. It's like the in the monster movie. You you don't want to see yeah. the whole monster till the end, and then you're like, yeah. now I can scream my load out of me or whatever. Uh, yeah, now I can eat it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, fill in the you you could fill in the blanks yourself. You could color in the numbers, however you want to call it. Yeah, no, I I prefer my imagination too over uh like oh i saw everything what never mind let's move on to the next girl you know like i i will and i find myself even in the porn that i watch i'll find myself getting more turned on at the scenario of whatever the situation is and and i mean there's no one thing like i mean i i have i have a stepmother and stepsisters like <laughs> I have a stepmother and stepsisters. So like it's, it doesn't make it, but in a weird way is like, I've always grown up with them. I don't see them as like stepmom or stepsister. And plus like, they don't, they don't look, stepmoms don't look like the, that in real life, you know, like that's not a, that's not a thing, but whatever the scenario is like the forbidden situation, like that is more of a turn on for me. Mm-hmm. I'll find myself getting bored once the the clothes come off and the fucking and everything starts. Like that kind of bores me. Yeah. I like the foreplay of it or mm-hmm. the whole like I agree we shouldn't do this or or uh in public. Like I like not and I'm not I just I said the stepmother and everything. Like that's not that's just a small fraction of what like a lot of public stuff a lot of someone taking a piss in public where she's fully clothed, but you and squatted down, but I can just see the piss happening. Like, I don't, I, that's more attractive to me. Yeah. No. Yeah. You could fill in the blanks. Like I said, use your imagination. Uh, I'm the same way too. Like, uh, I don't know. Like I, yeah, I prefer plot in my porn, like a little story to get it going. Like maybe there's this like spider in the house. And it wraps its web around this girl's feet, and she can't get out of it. And then she's all wrapped up in the web. And she's That's very struggling. Specific. Yeah, you know, I you you just... had to have watched this like <laughs> recently. I have my favorites on uh uh you know tagged on my uh, cell phone. Booty, yeah, uh, you know, ready to you go, go whenever I need. To the it, same you know, video several times just because you, it's comfortable. Yeah, but you know what's a shame yeah. when someone like takes it off because it's uh you know obviously not supposed to be on whatever site it's on you know ah and, and you're like yeah. oh man I really like that one I should have fucking archived that but oh well you know <laughs> yeah you know that's that's the whole like the OnlyFans thing that's uh, the OnlyFans stuff that's going around now. Like you're charging your money for all of these kinds of things, but then a video will leak and it'll get out there. But I kind of like the OnlyFans stuff. Like, and I don't do it, but I like the fact that people are able to make money. Like the industry, like the star, the, the, the porn stars have never ran the industry, mm-hmm. but they kind of run the industry now with OnlyFans. So it's it's giving the power back to the people actually doing the job, which I appreciate. Like I like the fact that they are making money with an alternate means of, you know, like that's that's something that I appreciate. But 
They're like a small business. They're like a small business. Like you, you want to help them out. Uh, yeah, I know. I have, I've subscribed to a few OnlyFans. I think the most expensive one, uh, uh, that I just got was for a girl that I've done a podcast with. And I I was like, Hey, uh, I know you just got your OnlyFans. Can I subscribe to it? Yeah. Like 40 bucks a month, but her body is like, yeah, I know. But her body is like, I needed to see it. I needed to. I mean, I've seen it now, so I'll unsubscribe, but I was like, $40 a month, uh, uh, let me uh, save up for a little bit of my my fucking tin can money, and then uh, I'll I'll check it out, but yeah, it was worth it, it was worth it. There was was one thing that I did pay for, and it was uh, called Naked Bakers, you ever heard of that? I'm just shouting them out now. Like, I can I can kind of guess with context clues what it might be, but no, I've never. Well, I found I actually found it on YouTube. So it was like mm-hmm. this chick, and she was like explaining. I, I I watch a lot of food stuff in my algorithm. Like it's a lot of cooking things. Like I'm I'm very very much into that. And mm-hmm. I found this in my algorithm. It was this chick wearing no bra, white t shirt, baking something. And I'm not exactly. I mean, I'm not a pervert about it. <laughs> but like that was you know what man but you're I'm a man look at this i'm a, you're man. a fucking man i want to man. see what like not only that i want to know how she makes the bread but yeah 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 there's an added but, uh incentive to watching yeah. this like hey but i found her forever ago and then she was doing a patreon and her patreon i was like yeah fuck it i like patreon like that's not only fans mm-hmm. so I, I i could i could rationally not feel like a creep if I'm doing it, you know, so I, I, I subbed her Patreon and I was in her discord and everything with that and like messaging and like, it was like normal human interactions. Like, Hey, I'm having mosquitoes around my house. Does anybody know how to fix this? And I sent her a message. Yes. And I, I know how to fix the problem that you've got. And like, it just nice interactions, but she was just, it was casual nudity. Mm-hmm. Them doing normal stuff like cooking or cleaning the house, but just naked. And Mm -hmm. I I found that to be attractive. So if like, she's not wearing anything, but she's doing normal, like not sexual stuff. That was cool for me. And I mean, I'm pretty sure that they've like gone on to do more sexual stuff now and it's grown into this big thing. But like, that was a cool thing that I, that I, uh, that I kind of enjoyed. And they also do pee stuff, which I'm very much into the piss. I just did five minutes at the comedy mothership about getting pissed <laughs> on. So fucking that's my thing. The, uh, I, I, I followed this, uh, only fans woman. I don't know if you know her. Or she's, her name's nightmare Christie, And, uh, she, she's like a horror girl, horror, 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 whatever you want to call it. A horror, W-H-O-R-R-O-R? Yeah, like a horror, horror, horror <laughs> where uh, she, don't, she don't does get mad like... Don't me, ladies. I didn't mean that. <laughs> she does a lot of horror movie content, right? Where she'll like nice. talk about uh, horror movies and stuff, and she owns like a store uh, that sells like horror, par- horror, horror paraphernalia, like horror Funko Pops or Scream Masks oh, or whatever sweet. you want to call it. But she does unboxings naked on her OnlyFans Ooh. of figurines of like Jason figurines and 
uh, like DVD box sets of, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever. And I thought that was pretty hot. The idea of that, like, oh, shit, she's just unboxing shit, but she's butt naked while she's doing it. Like, see, that's sort of like I I like to it's almost if they're doing something normal while naked, I get the same effect as if they're doing something sexual while clothed. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's I don't know. I, I that's why I'm like related to you because I completely get it. Yeah. The, uh, the piss thing, I uh, I have to like research more to. to yeah. Maybe... It's, <laughs> it's not for but, everybody. I'm gonna be honest, yeah, yeah. man. I found I found out the honest way. You know, it just it happened in a swimming pool one time. And you know, I'm sh- yeah. No, I'm sure. Like, and, I I'm pretty sure it's uh some a lot of somebody's thing. You know what I mean? Why would they yeah. not? You know, why would they have it if they didn't? Or if yeah, it wasn't? And I'm a, my stepdad used to my stepdad used to say this thing. I kind of said it earlier. He was like, "Man, I'd let her piss in my face to see where it was coming from." And just I don't know. He it, it just that was just stuck in my mind, I guess, at, at, for my whole life. And then now I like I don't know. That's, that's what I like. I'm trying to think. Like that seems kind of easy to answer, though. <laughs> it's it's only going to come out of I think one one or two places oh yeah but i mean it's but he in, in the in his mind he's like i would love to see her pussy but in the way oh, okay, he says yeah. that is like oh i'd let her piss in my face just to see where it was coming from you know like that's <laughs> the, the old southern way of taking taking the elbow to the asshole route of yeah, saying yeah. something very straightforward but it kind of it's funnier yeah three lefts to make a right i get you right uh last like thing that. here as far as like your wizardry skills, do you practice alchemy at all? Are you into that? No, not so much. Um, I kind of like, I like the devil. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a religious person, uh, but I, I think that the devil in the, the way I see it is as important as God. Like what is one without the other good and evil. Like one cannot mm-hmm. exist if the other doesn't exist. So there is not one without the other. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, got a lot of like, got a lot of Baphomet. Like, I don't know. I got a Baphomet sitting over here on top of my record, my record thing. I have some wands that I've made or bought somewhere along the way, but I'm not like, I don't, I don't get into the, I can, I curse people in different ways, you know, <laughs> you couldn't like, you wouldn't be able to melt like a steel beam with jet fuel or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody could do that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, uh, mm. uh, no, <laughs> well. I don't think anybody could bring that thing down <laughs> unless it were controlled demolition. And, um in tomorrow and this episode will actually come out on uh 911 holy yeah. smokes that's that's pretty uh uh oh, you know what's worse yeah. than 911 311 the uh the band <laughs> yeah i'm just Is it, wasn't the name they named themselves that because uh 11 the the 11th letter in the alphabet is k and it's 3k's 311 oh man that sounds like some that sounds like some <laughs> late 90s conspiracy right there 
So I'm like, uh, that sounds like that, that guy that you heard that at the lunch table at school. I'm more of a. That's probably a where God, that was from. I'm more of a Godsmack. I'm a lie for you. I'm away yeah. because of you. I'm alive. Yeah, I'm doing the best. I, I like Godsmack. The voodoo, voodoo was fun. We used to cover <laughs> that song in my band back home. <laughs> I had written a uh, joke uh, where I wish uh, Godsmack would come out with a commercial for Hulu. They go like. Hulu, 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 <laughs> Hulu, like a Super Bowl commercial. That'd you know? be funny. Yeah. Oh, it it'd make a lot of money because that hilarious. would kill, man. Because they're like a band <laughs> that's kind of like could could make a little bit of a comeback from something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's certainly be... not going to be Smash Mouth anymore. Oh man, that that's uh, uh, he he really his liver really must have took, taken a beating though. Yeah, because my granddad got diagnosed with cirrhosis of the liver in 1997 and quit drinking, and he died like, like last year. So I mean, he like if you keep drinking, the cirrhosis will kill you. But if you stop, you can live for a long time after you you have it. Yeah, no, that's that was pretty crazy to that he just died out of nowhere. This is, yeah. I don't know. It's like, man, they, they should have waited till Shrek fucking came out with it. Whatever. It's all what yeah. ifs now, what ifs and wishes. But, uh, I, I, it was a great day. Uh, like I said, this will come out nine 11 rest in peace. Hell yeah. Uh, to all the mattress furniture sales people. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, yonder wizard, me, Kelsey Hudgens, you have any uh, of your stuff you want to shout out? I know I put your link tree there at the bottom. It's link tree uh, slash yonder wizard. You are on Twitter at yonder wizard. Know if you wanted to uh, shout out anything else or what else? Uh, yeah, I think everything is on my link tree. My person, my music is all under Kelsey Hudgens. Everything else is yonder wizard Z Z E R D. Come to Austin. Come see me in real life at the Sunset Strip. I'm doing stand-up comedy there. Every Wednesday night, we have a staff showcase at 10 p.m. Every Wednesday. Every Thursday, I open up the Def Squad Secret Show at 7.30. Before the before the Secret Show, I go on and do 30 minutes of music and jokes. And, uh, yeah, come see me in Austin, man. Like, that's, that's where it's happening. Hell yeah, no, it's it's fucking it's the new uh what is that place where everybody all the Jews go to? Oh, it's like Mecca, right? It's like the this Mecca for well the, <laughs> the comedians. I don't think they I don't think they called it Mecca, but Oh, okay. Uh, Whatever. They everybody yeah, this is the promised land. This is yeah. that. Yeah. Er, everybody's heading over there for everything. Everything. Electric yeah. cars, fucking comedy, music, uh art everything but yeah yep yeah also again, keep I, a very close uh, eye on keep a very close eye on gary clark jr uh he may uh you may have some accompaniment on the road here soon that we may have heard of let's see okay i was like i i, I think you're i'm not winking. i'm not making an announcement <laughs> i was like i think you're winking but uh yeah man thank you thank you so much for taking the time to come on here uh and we'll definitely hopefully see you again i'm sure i'll see you again you know on the youtube or somewhere definitely for sure 
Hell yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Take care and we'll see y'all later.